0: Your feet, (laughs) Highway. This is Service Headline News. I'm your host, Marty Smith, and I'm joined by our historian Eric Perot. What's going on, fellows? And our man in the closet, Jake Wall. How
1: you
0: doing, guys? We're here to bring you the latest headlines and updates pertinent to all service men and women. So take your seats, get informed, and have a laugh. That's the Swearing In Podcast presents Service Headline News. Good to see you, gentlemen. You too. Yeah, my house is hot <laughs> still no ac uh you know and it was funny because um my daughter had wasn't going to have a wedding but she had a little shotgun wedding right they were going to have a wedding in september and then they're like oh shit, she's pregnant so uh <laughs> we had a little shotgun wedding and a bunch of my family came but it was during it was last month when all that rain was happening right so it was relatively cool and i was like oh good Cause this fucking AC is it's not, it stays on and then the lines frost up and then it shuts off. So yeah, you get man. about an hour out of it. So I never had to turn it on. And then I went and applied for that. heloc, which I got approved for. And as soon as I got approved, 80 degree days, 90 degree days. And I was like, Fool. yeah,
2: <laughs> so you got, it, fans? you got fans. going? On?
0: I got every fan in the world. You can probably <laughs> hear the one above my head. Um, <laughs> But then it just sounds like it feels like you're in the wind all night. You know, you're just like, oh, my face is chapped. <laughs> that's a little fan that's blowing on it.
2: Sucked all the moisture so out of they're I coming tomorrow yeah. uh, to replace yeah. the AC,
0: right? <laughs> right? You wake up being like, Yeah, you wake up with your
1: tongue dry and stuck to the side of your teeth and you're like, I don't know, that's
0: physically possible. But it got me thinking when was can you remember the last time that you lived anywhere without ac uh, and i was saying it's definitely my uh college yeah. and right after college like my first years in the army um when we were too cheap to get it i lived with a bunch of guys we didn't yeah. we had no ac and that thing windows open all night you know that kind of yeah. thing yeah yeah but that was 30 years ago. Man, I can't even remember not having AC.
1: Really? That's how we that's how we grew up. Is opening the windows at night and then closing the windows and the blinds in the morning.
2: Even in Florida. Oh, though, yeah. It was
1: too it was too what? hot for that shit. No way. You get acclimated to that. Oh no, man. No,
2: man, it's smoking hot even 90 degrees at night.
0: You have swamp coolers. Remember swamp yeah. coolers? Yeah. Oh yeah, swamp Absolutely. cooler. My house in Aurora was...
1: had a swamp cooler. Oh it did. That was, I did nothing but make freaking <laughs> tinnitus. That's all it did.
2: <laughs> that that thing got me ten percent, I'll tell you that was, <laughs> oh, swamp cooler. It's just background noise. Biggest kinda, of yeah.
0: <laughs> and it was the biggest goddamn thing, right? I've never seen a swamp cooler under 200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh anyway, um, Eric, what do you got? You got a day in history for us?
2: I do indeed. This one is uh,
0: a—that's
2: uh, a good one. Q and and A. All right, guys, I'm going to give you <laughs> some information before we go to it. You'll see the connection here in a minute. All right, I wanted to
0: give you probably you a information. won't, but I will trust you.
2: Four sitting presidents have been killed by assassination. Can you name them? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you know one. Come on, man. Well, got Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy. and Kennedy. Garfield. Lincoln and Kennedy.
1: Wasn't Garfield one of them?
2: Garfield was one. Who was, right. the, last? Who was the other one? The fourth one. Oh. One hey, more. Either way, 25% better than Marty. You know. Oh, yeah, brother. That was good. Oh, come William on. McKinley.
0: <laughs> oh, William McKinley? McKinley. Right,
2: Four dude. seating presidents. All right? So.
0: Wait, who was go. the one who got killed in a duel? Was he a president? He didn't. Uh, you know, he didn't die. I don't know what oh, the other right guy He now.
1: killed people in a duel. Like that was the most duel. Like he would challenge people. Oh, what president was that? He would yeah. tra- challenge people to bo- duels. Like that's it. You're <laughs> late for work. I'm tired. Of it.
0: <laughs> oh, you disagree Rueling. with me on this budget item outside dueling, Let's go.
2: All right. So I thought I'd throw that little piece of information for you because today's date in military history took place in 1776. On June 28th, Thomas Hickey, uh, anybody know the name, Thomas Hickey, H-I-C-K-E-Y? No. Okay. Well, this goes back too far. So I didn't know this. This is pretty cool. 1776, June 28th, Thomas Hickey was hanged for his assassination attempt on George Washington during the American Revolution. How about like that? You son no of a. Shit. So Hickey is Ooh. hung on the date. And I'm going to give you a quick quote. What right. was that? What was the date? June 28, 1776. God bless. So George Washington said, The unhappy. Jacob. Yeah, the big
0: guy. The unhappy. Was fate he... of Thomas Hickey. Did this attempt happen when he was president or when he was a general? When he was a general okay. prior to being president.
2: The unhappy fate of Thomas Hickey executed this day for mutiny, sedition, and treachery. The general hopes will be a warning to every soldier in the army to avoid those crimes and all others. So disgraceful to the character of a soldier and promiscuous to his country, whose pay he receives and bread he eats. And in order to avoid these crimes, the most certain method is to keep out of the temptation of them, and particularly to avoid lewd women huh, oh, oh, who, man. by the dying confession of this poor until criminal, <laughs> first led him into the practice which ended in an untimely and in I can't even say that word, um, and I'll just put untimely, untimely death.
0: Where'd but the lewd, where'd the lewd women come from
2: i think that was just a this was in the always order. in there
0: marty always in there <laughs> like she's it like it was in the order you know you know what would make me hot if you <laughs> killed the general of the continental army that would make wrong dropping <laughs> at the loins
2: <laughs> well it's funny because you never hear anything talking about going back that far yeah. on washington's life
0: does it describe how he tried The promiscuous uh...
1: bread part was my favorite part, though, (laughs) until the lewd women. I got my, okay, I'm thinking rye. That freaking marbled rye, that's a promiscuous-ass bread. It's a sexy bread. Yeah. Yeah. Good baguette.
2: It's a long story, to be perfectly honest with you. (laughs) So you guys will have to research on your own the story. What? Yeah, good no, point. what are you I, talking about? How did he want, do it?
0: He just tried
2: do You want me to read you the what? whole freaking thing? No, I can read no, you.
0: Because no, no, I'm no, sure you've you already read it. Him. I just I need you to it. sum it up. Party, don't do did that. Did he walk credit. up to him and put a gun in his face? No. Did he like he was behind
2: talked behind into it by a guy a guy named Ketchum? Um found himself clapped in. Irons for counterfeiting easily counterfeited colonial paper currency. There, Catchem caught jailhouse scuttlebutt of loyalist plots afoot in New York. Wait, Eric, the whole
1: time you're doing this, Marty's just like, "Motherfucker, I just wanted to know how." how? <laughs> I told you. What do you do? Were we talking about paper kits now? He was
2: given. He was, was given infected, infected, infected was, paper cut. That's how he did it. <laughs> like that's what Marty's was, doing right now. No. I'm it was an effective paper cut. He That's tried to insane. kill him with a razor. Killing George Washington with an infected paper cut.
0: <laughs> Good job, Eric. Another stellar entry into our day in military. I loved it.
2: All right. I guess I'm just going to have to get better and better at this. I'm just I'm just well, yeah, trying, yeah, it's, trying. It's a try. process. It's a process. Better and better every day.
0: Yep. Every day. All right, let's go out of the news uh, because people are, if they haven't tuned off already, <laughs> they're about to. They might after these first couple of stories. So, oh, yeah. all right, remember when we did that story about the Army's new uh, fit test, right? The ACFT, oh, yeah. the six event ACFT. Um, well, it looks like Congress now wants to change it again. So from military.com, Congress's dueling ideas for the Army fit test. So there, the National Defense Authorization Act is up for vote uh, into Congress. Uh, the House Armed Services Committee introduced an amendment into the NDAA, into the current NDAA, for the Army to implement gender-neutral standards for soldiers serving in combat arms. It's like huh, that's a weird thing to put in that amendment. It's like, why don't you just let the military run the military? We got four guys, five guys up there, right? Or no. our, yeah. our
1: service members couple, up there. A couple hundred of the most unfit individuals in our know, <laughs> entire government system. It's like, you know what people that can do a push-up <laughs> right. need to do?
0: Uh, like, yeah, we'll see uh, we we'll you in July for our uh, congressional softball game. but that's. By the way, we're 15,
1: doing for-
2: is 15 a good number? I don't know. <laughs> What
0: do you think the Joint Chiefs last did their fitness test? Yeah, two years oh, ago? daily, weekly, monthly? Annual? Oh, no. I don't know. I, I would, I would imagine that the Joint Chiefs are probably pretty fit, right? It's the ones who retire at like lieutenant colonel. And I
1: bet. Like I bet that. you it's about 50-50. Either you get that old Ooh, that's good fox. That's just still ripping it up. Right. Or right. you get that navy guy that's just gone all to hell and is only useful for ballast. He's been
0: he's <laughs> right? he, like. he's been on he's been on profile for the last fifteen years. Oh yeah. He's not even. Wearing one of boots. them is
1: like belt length. Like, can I get a custom <laughs> belt for these whites?
0: He's probably he's probably wearing running shoes because he's got <laughs> since that's a, given. that's
2: a given. I need an extender for the airplane. I need an
0: <laughs> extender. Uh. <laughs> anyway, it's uh. That's,
1: that's a curious question though.
0: It's a move that army senior leaders in the rank and file would likely welcome to make gender-neutral standards, right? Some service planners behind the scenes were unhappy with the introduction of the army combat fitness test, which ended up having different standards for men and women. So did the traditional fit test. Yeah, I don't know why they point to that new ACFT, but, Yeah, because the traditional one for as long as they ever invented it or installed North it front. had men and women standards,
2: right? Yep.
0: Others argue grading women on the same scale as men while relying on those scores for promotions would be unfair, but I thought
1: we. that is, that is is true because unfortunately if you get a scale that is very like good and half the women can pass it, right? 80% of the guys are going to be passing it. Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But wasn't it all about equality in the first place? Women wanted to be judged by the same standard.
1: Mm, I don't know. No. Well, but, I disagree with we, you on that. We, <laughs> oh, have, that, we have that real-world <laughs> situation, right? Remember remember that I told you about my friend's troop. Definitely top 10 on oh, base. Oh,
0: yeah. Right, right. right? Yeah,
1: yeah. It was actually awarded top one athlete of the freaking year yeah. on for a military base and then did a transition got everything like medicine and everything i really? don't know what to to what extent medicine everything constant hormone treatment yeah could not pass the wow. male standard. oh no kidding unfortunately yeah oh yeah wow. and wow. they were like going back and, back and back and back and nope 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 nope.
2: well right. i i know
1: and that might be just about- one example but, the
2: women who have completed ranger school yeah, they were yeah. same standards as men
0: that's right there's been like four of them i think yeah have, i mean kind of really yeah. passed it and i'm and i'm with that because that's about yeah. right you know that's about right i mean the majority of men can't pass ranger school yeah,
2: well, that's right so um, include any of the other special forces uh right, requirements
0: right. right so i mean i mean there there are those. Uh, women out there and and that's I, I have no problem and I don't think any man worth a shit in the military has any problem with one standard out there you either meet it or you don't right, right? especially agree. for some of those schools <laughs> because they know they're not at that school because they couldn't meet it
1: yeah that, there's a difference between those schools and the standard yes. daily PT test. all over a Air Force PT test I'll right? give you that I'm not I'm never having to drag a body. I'm never going to have to do a pull-up with gear on. Right. Right. I'm not going to do that in my day-in-day-out Air Force career. Sure. So holding those guys or people to higher standard, a hundred percent,
0: absolutely. Sure. Yeah. And it mentions you know? it mentions the uh, MOSs here, um, but at the but at the I don't know. It's uh, I, I, lost,
1: I lost my point anyway. And, and- at any point in time where we get jacked up the military gets jacked up is once you get all the politics involved into it yes it it just goes to heck you know and yeah and and unfortunately also things work better if you tailor them to individuals or the more you tailor them down right unisex pt gear Right. Does not fit anyone well, anyone. <laughs> right, unisex in, uniforms don't no. fit anybody. No. Right, no. it doesn't work. Right, so we have age brackets for a reason.
2: Why do yes, I feel like Jake's older point. than us tonight? Why do
0: that's I feel a,
2: like Jake's yeah. older? <laughs> that's a damn. That's a damn. Where's all the great? There's, there's a,
1: Yeah, there's no. There's, <laughs> I got, got some right here, but.
0: So I'm feeling you're like a big right. educated here, man. You know, you remember I think uh you know you you turn 18 in Colorado you could drink back when I was here. You know, turn you turn 21 and you can drink big drinks, right? Uh when yeah. you turn 27 or 28 your insurance goes down.
2: Or in, right. and isn't there one of those ages where you could rent a car finally?
0: Well, so yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah sure. You yeah. had to rent a car. But yeah. there was also that secret age group not secret, but there was also that looking forward to that next age bracket on the fit test. So you're like, whoo <laughs> that just bought <laughs> me two it, minutes man. on the run and you're yeah, like, God your, damn.
1: your minutes and your push up sit-ups didn't really matter, but not man, too no, much, but that
0: run, that run just goes I was like, like, like wow, that changes everything. <laughs> Look
2: at this. I can walk this thirteen minute run. Oh, yeah.
0: So what they're saying is that if you're if if China's <laughs> fighting the US just between 17 to 21-year-olds, they got the best. (laughs) But if they're fighting older age bracket, they're like, ah, we could take it a little easy. These guys can't run as fast. (laughs) (laughs) Out of shape. So there was one idea uh, about adjusting minimum passing standards for frontline roles, making the current pass rate for 17 to 21-year-old men the blanket minimum of men and women in combat arms. So uh, Army has three different, right? They got combat arms, they got combat support, and then they got combat service support, right? So the combat arms are all infantry, armor, artillery, you know, all that stuff. So uh, the job codes that would see higher and gender neutral ACFT standards if the House's proposal passes would be infantry, field artillery, engineers, special forces, and cavalry fields. Right. Interesting that armor wasn't one of those, but I guess yeah, you know, just riding. You're right,
1: riding around. <laughs> Armor's the space operators. Of course, loading.
0: You know, being a loader, but they got auto loaders now too. So maybe that's yeah. maybe that's why they didn't
1: include a lumbar loader. support. That's the worst they have to worry about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and a door on their new freaking high speed Dune buggy. Mm-hmm. Can
1: we make oh, this door a little bigger? The Booker
0: was the army. Yeah. Yeah. Doombuggy was at Marines. Yeah. Uh, military.com said that the Senate's version of the draft NDAA includes a provision to revert the Army back to its old test, the Army Physical Fitness Test. So I don't understand why they would just go back unless they're just like, we were fine with those old standards, let's just go back to that. So that sounds like a give up, right? So uh, that that pissed off the Sergeant Major of the Army, Michael Grinston who said look we've been trying to do this for a decade and now we got it and now you guys want to get rid of it
2: yeah so. it seems like they're they're coming up with a new yep. suggestion on how to do this fit test and it's constantly
0: it, it just seems inappropriate that congress uh put that provision in the NDAA funding to determine how the army is going to go about their fit test it's like get out of their business
2: to your point let the army run the army right right
1: yeah the extent of that would be like, are your troops able to fight? Are they physically fit? Are you yeah. retaining enough people? Right. Do you need to rebalance? Yes. No. Right. You're good. All right. Good. Let's Thank play. You. I'm not dealing Like.
0: So this whole thing smells of, I, I don't know why they're pushing for these equal standards, you know, even though it is men and women's standards, yeah. uh, it's worked fine. You know, but now that they're integrating some of these combat arms branches, maybe that's where some of the issue comes from. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know.
1: And that's fine. But, I, I just want it to be fair. Right.
0: I think they all do. we If you, yeah, we all if, do, you, right?
1: if yeah. you were retaining only 50% of your female group and the male group is jelly, clearly
2: that's a problem
1: that is an issue like right like I don't, I don't i don't think it's going to be that bad but i just want it
2: to be fair like
0: uh, sure and I, and like i said i think we all want it to be fair i think yeah. everybody respects the same deal right
2: how many times did you see someone get promoted with a lower fit score because they had two more decorations than you or something
0: like that? how many times i see get somebody get promoted who is on profile and hasn't taken a, f- a full up fit
2: test in a year so that comes back to, it's not no, no. fair. That's not
0: fair. Yeah. That's it about fair. And that's the bigger issue. It's not necessarily the fit test. It's Correct. People who are like, oh, uh, you know, I, I've i been on profile for my ankle, so I, I, I can't run. <laughs> okay, we'll test you again in six months. Ah, oh, well, it's still, okay, we'll give you a reprieve. We'll try it. Okay, you failed. Go back on yeah. profile. And people are people are wizards at that.
2: Yeah, or the guy that got an achievement medal, one point more, for changing the lady's tire outside the gate, got an achievement medal, and, and scored you. But Those he's are, walking
0: He's walking around the tennis uh-huh. shoes because he got shin splints. Like a <laughs> right. Son of a uh, bitch!
2: This is oddly
1: specific. Eric is bringing <laughs> it back like a 23 years ago. <laughs> right? initially- that shit everybody, happened, man. Everybody would have changed the tire everybody well, but, would have stopped but not
0: everybody should have got an achievement you should have you should have paused just a little bit more like you know a guy who gets like let's say um i don't know change the tire on the way <laughs> on, but you do <laughs>
1: day. he didn't even do it on a rainy day he was fine so
2: there may have been an instance that occurred in my past that i find a little bitter and it's a pill right here at my mouth still so yeah
0: you yeah, know, you couldn't. We we couldn't tell. We couldn't tell <laughs> you were drawing on personal experience. Where though.
2: did the requirement for getting an achievement medal consist of changing someone's tire outside the
0: fucking gate? Come on. Ugh. Did he also get so uh, uh, airman of the quarter? It, it
2: was, uh, I don't even know. I don't want to discuss it anymore. I'm bitter about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I I love it's just there's once again no consistency, right?
0: No, I know. Right. That's right. the problem. Right. Okay, well, the draft NDAA is still in the stages. So there's a lot of back and forth. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. But I, I still, I don't know why they're getting involved with it at all. Anyway, so next one, we, we've we talked a lot about recruiting um, and the army just celebrated, hey, uh, we can't get enough people, but the people we got were keeping. So good on the army for doing that. But yeah, they met their goals, didn't they? They met their retention goals, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice. So. But military.com has a story about Army National Guard can't retain enough soldiers, even as active duty meets their goals. So like we told, we said, the Army has met the recruiting goal for 2023 already. So awesome. Once you got good them in, them. Ab- apparently they're they're doing a good job of retaining them. Good. The, it's funny, but they can't get people in. It's funny, the opposite of the na- for the Army National Guard is true. They can get people in, they can't retain them. Hmm. which is interesting, no. but anybody's familiar with the Guard and Reserve uh, understands the challenges that they have to go through, right? They have to balance a civilian job yeah. uh, and then the once a month timing. they come in. It's pretty interesting because this guy put, uh, there's an advocate. Did you know there's an advocate for Guardsmen and Reservists? I never knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, you did? I never knew that. Yeah. I'm
1: not so, buying there's this. A, there's a representative at a, for every branch in every section
0: like that. Yeah. Well, this, this sounds like almost a civilian company says he's this Eric Evans. He's the CEO of friendly forces an advocacy group for guardsmen and reserves. He said, just being in the guard, you start to get burned out because every month, you know, that you're going to work 12 days straight. And that one sentence I was like, oh, that's true. That's a good point. Fucking 12 days days straight. That sucks. So. (laughs) You yeah, go to work, we you go to work, drill, and then too. straight back to work. Yeah. Yeah. He's That's a good, yeah. very good point. Yeah.
1: Every every single month you knew it was coming. You know, you do the, dirt, the dirty dozen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? That lost weekend. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. You, but so you would get paid for four days, though, right? Or you would get points for four days.
0: Oh, you get points for four days. Right. Two halves. and pay
1: only for two. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that was that whole two days a weekend and all this. I, I, that's it. One weekend yeah, a month,
1: it. two weeks a year, right? Okay. That's your requirement. But so every single month, like the third weekend, Carmel or UTA, UTA weekend, about as fun as a UTI, you're going 12 <laughs> days in a row. <laughs> burning
0: and discomfort all around. <laughs> well, if you think right? back, if you think back to the 2000s, right. And, and when OIF and OEF are going strong and guards were guardsmen were getting deployed left and right, you know, they were volunteering, right. And there yeah. was a lot of, uh, in lieu of taskings that they could, they would take reservists or guards. And so th- these guys were stepping up and they were doing, you know, three, four months over there and coming back. Uh, and but then there was a whole big thing is like, hey, employers, remember, you got to support your guardsmen. And 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 sentiment was high to do that back in the 2000s. Yeah. Now yeah. it's kind of faded. And yeah. I know that, guy. you know, even though they are mandated, employers are mandated to support People the guard and reserves, yeah. they do it with just this bitterness.
1: Now this goes back to some of that entitlement that we discussed within veterans and military members and that this applies directly to that because there's a lot of companies that have policies written that do like a top-up where oh. if yeah. I'm like say I'm employed by whatever AT&T whatever yeah. AT&T says okay my my salary is this my salary is 100k and when i go and take orders i only get 50k a year they don't count the like all the other benefits they only go base pay 50k so they will still pay att will still pay they'll do a top up where i'm on orders with the military but to retain me they'll still pay 50k to me so it really incentivized quite a few guardsmen and reservists <laughs> yeah. to say, "Oh, really? You'll right. do that?" Right. Hey, reserve guard, do you have orders? And they're vol, they're volunteering every third month, doing a month or two or three.
2: Yeah. And from a reducing their time with the company, exactly
1: from a, right. Company's perspective, okay. Yes, you're getting experience. Yes, I can advertise that I have this up-to-date, no bullshit, like garden guy, like right, right there supporting the military. I support but yeah. you're still getting PTO, maybe you're still definitely getting at least half pay. Sure. I'm not getting any work out of you. No, right. I can take you out of the out of that specific job, but I can now bid against you saying, Oh. Marty's not assigned to any task, but I got Marty if he needs to come back. And right. so any contract bids or anything, they can do that. So those it, are bad I, actors. though.
2: those are guys like Marty said,
1: who are taking it. It depends on what the company wants, but sometimes you're working for a smaller company and you're yeah. like, uh, oh, dude, I can't do any of that. You know?
0: No. And the flip side of that is uh, it's like, okay, we need to put you on orders for three months. Mm -hmm. right yeah and the guys out there working on orders he's like i'm not making my civilian job pay i'm making my e4 pay yeah yeah and it's like whoa shit you're working for Northrop grumman and they're paying you 80 90 grand yeah right and now you're making e4 pay and he's like yeah this sucks and i was like (laughs) yeah i don't yeah that would suck
1: or the, those units that do messed up UTAs, where they do like a super UTA.
0: Yeah, that's and bizarre. every
1: month right. you're taking off like a week. Yeah, that's. Crazy. And I'm, I'm losing as an employer. I'm losing that guy once a quarter for a full week. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like, he becomes less and less important as he goes. Yeah, when yeah. so yeah. you're
1: working me. around, like he becomes a difficulty. You're working around that guy. Well, in you most know?
2: instances, if you're supporting a contract that's active you know, say, north of Grumman, and you're not supporting it, well, then we're going to move you to a contract that's not viable, feasible. I mean, there's not as much money. So we're going to pull you down. And they might even reduce your salary.
0: And they're still meeting the the requirements to keep you employed, right? To keep you employed and competitive, even though you're not there. But the company's got to to survive too, right? They've got commitments as well. So – I, but you know that's what you get with twenty years of war, always yeah. bringing up the guard and reserve because uh, active duty is short. So it seems understandable why the guard is having retention problems. Yeah, I agree. So yeah. anyway, Party, uh,
1: I, ne- I never yeah. had any problems with any of my troops. Like every time I had anybody in my flight, and I was I'm the AGR rep, I say, okay, what do you want out of the reserve? What do you yeah. want out of the guard? Yeah, and sometimes 100% honesty. All I want is you to maintain my clearance. Yep, yep. And to get lower medical, or and an maybe education. work, or well, yeah, that's cool. I'm just here so that in three years or two years, I'm going to start using my TA. Cool. Yeah. If you were honest me, honest with me like that, never had a
0: problem. No, right. that's true. And you paint the then worst I picture. Know. You paint the worst picture yeah. for them, and they're like, yeah, this is what I want, so you understand where I'm coming from, I understand yeah. where you're coming from, and, and it's
1: good. And as a manager, right? I'm like, okay, cool, I got A, B, and C, they're not going to volunteer for anything, they're one week in a month, guys, Yeah, cool. Yeah.
2: I'm and never going to the approach
1: way, them with additional orders.
2: If I come to work for the weekend, can we get rid of this UTI? Because it's really fucking hurting.
1: Yeah, no, Dang. you're on your own. Military get- <laughs> doctors might clear up at UTI, I get rid of it. <laughs> but you're definitely not getting ten percent for that thing.
0: Let's get on to something. What you want to talk about? The Coast Guard, Jake, because that's a fucking great story. We always need good you, stories. I missed
1: that one. I yeah, I didn't. Um,
0: so you prepared it a, really quick. You you, you I did your hickey separation, didn't look, you? Look, <laughs> I sent you the information, and I was
1: waiting for a thumbs up, and then I was like, "All oh. right, hey, well, oh, okay, all right." I, so I, I'm I'm waiting for Marty to give me the blessing. Like his I, his this is the book. 186
2: million in illegal narcotics. Yes. Wow! How
1: how can I help you on the day of my daughter's wedding? That news article is blessed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I,
0: Godfather. For those of you listening, <laughs> vote in the comments of who's doing less work.
2: Whoa. Is it 100%. my
0: man in the closet or is it my historian? Please let me know. Oh, I yeah. like
2: how you're not in on this. Wait here, pull this. You open a out Zoom my... meeting five Hi. minutes late.
0: Oh,
1: oh shit! Thank <laughs> you very time.
0: much. All right, moving on. So remember what we were talking about we've always done robot dogs. They they keep coming back. Remember the the robot. Remember the robot dog we we showed when they had the weapon on the back of it, and it was yeah. like throwing it off its legs because an M sixteen, recoil. bouncing yeah. up and down. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Well, they haven't developed this yet, but a civilian company has now developed this. So this is from Task and Purpose. Uh, they have a story about this company called Throw Flame. <laughs> I I'll, I'll give you one guess of what Throw Flame does. Right. The company Throw Flame. A flamethrower. So they, they do flamethrowers. Wow. In a civilian uh, application. So they're talking about brush burning. I, I can't really think of any other civilian application other than brush burning. Yeah, police send it in. Oh, they the said uh, melting, <laughs> melting snow. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> no, that's what I thought oh. too. It's
1: such a kid thing, like I know. <laughs> what could you use this for? Do you really need to spend a hundred? I know, Dad. I can melt 000. snow. With it. <laughs> we could melt snow. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, you could melt snow. Get the shit out of here.
0: Uh, that brings up a story from my youth. Uh, oh. And Jake, you might be too young for this, but I, I'm sure Eric remembers. Because, <laughs> well, remember before aluminum cans and everything was in those hard metal cans, you know, sodas yeah. and all that. Yeah. Shit. Um, But you used to be able to take those, you cut the bottom and the top off and you tape like six or seven of them together. Oh, yeah. And you you keep the bottom of the bottom one intact and you drill a little hole.
2: Run a string through it?
0: Well, you could. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a safe way to do it. Okay. Um, But you put some lighter fluid in there, you put a tennis ball down, which creates enough seal, and you light that lighter fluid and you have a cannon. Right?
2: Potato gun.
0: Or a potato gun, right?
1: Oh, uh, a potato gun and the aquanet. Yeah, That's there you count. go.
2: Yeah, same That's thing. Count. We, yeah.
1: we didn't use remember... small potato guns. We did like half a russet. <laughs> like oh, you're blowing shit. a hole in a freaking shed. It you got some momentum coming em- out of that thing. All that that
2: thunk, thunk, <laughs>
1: thunk like it sucks there. and <laughs> That was a good you.
0: sound. But I remember my <laughs> neighbors' kids gave me one. And I brought it home, and my dad was fucking livid. He's like, what are you doing with that guy? I was like, it's for the crows in the trees, dad. You're always out there clapping your hands, getting the, the birds out. We could use this. And he's like, yeah, nice try. Yeah. Like, Damn it. We're going
2: to blast the crows.
0: <laughs> that's, the, that's the same mentality into using a flamethrower to melt snow.
2: Well, how about when you were a kid, you had lawn darts, didn't you? The big freaking lawn oh, yeah. dart you had to throw into
0: circles. I've got a set of lawn darts in my blade. shed. Boink. England, I got them from England. England didn't ban yeah. them, right? He There's only all, dumb man. Americans throwing them into the backs of each other's heads. That's
1: why. However, <laughs> uh, England still got a high, high community of people with holes in
0: their
2: feet. <laughs> 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 uh, lawn oh, dart. Yeah. The English long dart league. on a rise. Got <laughs> a pint. Got a long dart stuck in my
0: oh, what?
1: Man, <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to go to hospital. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so they they've mounted one of these flamethrowers onto one of know. those robot dogs. So like one of the Boston Dynamics dogs, and it's pretty cool. I know. I now put the link of this in the description. Look at that one- thing. Oh, that is
2: freaking crazy. I think, I think the awesome. tappy feet is what
1: freaks me out.
0: Yeah, right. If it would just
1: walk, it would be less <laughs> threatening, but it walks and it's like... It does way too many steps and I'm like, you're moving unnaturally and it's not the fact that you have a flamethrower shooting out your back. So what
0: we're watching, I put the link to this thing, is like, Everything's on, on fire around it. Like it's walking through burning underbrush or something. And it's and it's just shooting flame out the top of it.
2: Can you imagine and, that thing like on Iwo or, you know, Guadalcanal, where they were using guys with the flamethrowers with this thing? No. That would have just scared the hell out of every agree. Japanese in a hole. I was thinking, it's I was scary. thinking, just what, if had, what if you had,
0: what oh, if you had, how do I get out of this thing now? Oh, that's why so many ways sound. to kill you man all right Dude. stop this share okay i was thinking of the tunnels in vietnam yeah that too what if we just cow. drop one of those fuckers down there walk around just cooking everybody oh right? yeah so uh they haven't done this for the military yet but you know it's coming how many groups
1: are protesting
0: that thing you're
1: gonna think of me oh funny you should mention it
2: yeah,
1: man. la and San Francisco have like pursued these robot dogs to police dangerous areas
0: oh right but they're just they're just like uh it's surveillance, just surveillance now
1: yeah yeah so all you have to do is like get some kid to sneak up and put like those military taps on the back of its heels once. <laughs> and then it'd be like everywhere. We all worked there with that one guy that had taps on his blues shoes and he'd like, clack. clack, clack. Yeah, the yeah. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Yeah, He just got to sneak
0: out. Can you imagine in.
2: if they made that dog snarl or make some kind of wicked ass noise oh. when it's throwing it? Wow! Well,
0: nope. no, it would be more terrifying oh, if you heard man. nothing. And they're yeah, like, oh, these the, guys are just the servo
1: right. or the gyros whirling. You know
2: I mean? Yeah, but you remember when they used to be scared of like, you know, the the bombs that were hitting uh Britain? Uh, what were they called?
0: The Oh the Buzz Bombs.
2: The buzz bombs. Yeah. So they, they knew what that noise was and they went, Oh right. shit, here yeah. it comes again. That thing snarling and
0: growling. Well, <laughs> since we haven't done it yet, the Russians have done it. They've made a dog an RPG mounted on a dog. Oh my goodness. Holy cow! There it is. It's like a, like, like a trade show, maybe.
1: Yeah, it looks like a like a space symposium and kind of it thing. It there. looks
0: what looks like a law, a light anti tank weapon, is strapped to its back.
1: hmm. There's,
0: There's that tapping. Happy feet, man. Happy feet.
2: That is and, terrifying. And man. people
0: are taking pictures, fascinated with this thing. And it's weird to watch them fascinated with a war or a weapon that's designed, designed to, to blow camp. them in the kingdom come. And they're like, yep. look how cute this thing
2: is. Oh, look at this. <laughs> Can I pet your dog? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Service oh. do not pet.
0: And then the pet. truly, as Jake would say, the truly terrifying um, is the Chinese have a video out of a drone dropping a robot dog that's armed with a gun on its back.
2: Oh.
1: But they're dropping it on the roof of an apartment it looks building like a roof. and then yes, yes. And then it goes to basically start going through patrolling. the apartment building and clearing the like do- patrolling, yeah.
0: right?
2: And that's Guys, I think just- we just discovered why the guy in Okinawa stuck on the guy the girl's back and he, I I think yeah. understand oh, why, why. <laughs> she was there now. That's why. They were waiting for the dog. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. At four.
0: This is very adventurous. Here's Chinese the thing,
2: Marty. Use.
1: Like, this is not just a gun. Like, a gun isn't is a, is a freaking 1911.
0: That's a gun, <laughs> right? Like, M16,
1: 1911. Look at oh. the freaking drum. Yeah, the drum on magazine. On that, thing. that is a yeah that's light. Right. That's right. Like light machine gun. Like, that's not. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Not just a pistol or an M-16. That's not a
0: couple shots. That's that thing's wreaking havoc. Probably that, 250, a, maybe a in that drum.
1: Large caliber or large, ca- larger caliber with a lot of ammunition.
0: You know, it's funny when you go, hey, we were watching Star Trek when they were doing the, what was the communicator, which... Well, essentially was the flip phone. Yeah. And you're like, hey, that's neat. Or they had medical devices that would just kind of scan the outside of your temperature and stuff. You're like, wow, look at this. Now we got sci-fi that's just all killing. If you go from Terminator, uh, Matrix, any sci-fi movie is all about these robots. Black
1: mirror. (laughs) mirror. I'm telling you, man, that, that show messed me up. I think too much about it. That's the problem. I'm like, hey, you've
0: brought it up several times. Now we're going to have to go well, see the episodes. Did you let but, your not, kids watch it, Jake? No. no. No.
1: And it wasn't it's not it's suspenseful. It's more of
0: the idea of it.
1: The idea of it and like, holy crap, how many steps away is society from that right now?
0: Not too far, man. And that, it's called Black Mirror?
1: Yeah, it's it's on Netflix. It's got
0: but we don't, or, even, we don't even really have to go that far because um, no. when the Predator came out, it was like, look at how much we can see and for how long. This is awesome. This thing can stay up there forever. And they're like, hey, I wonder if it's it like, you know, the late night Taco Bell employees are like, hey, I wonder if you put a burrito in a taco. What would that create? These guys are doing the same thing. They're like, what if we put a hellfire on that thing? And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, let's try that. So we've already yeah. seen the progression of a surveillance drone to a lethal killer to Bracing. where they want automatic or they want drone wingmen F-16s, right? Yeah. No more I, human pilots. I mean, the dogs are coming. You can just got to have an army of dogs and the Chinese can outbuild us. They're, I mean, Jesus, they're going to go, they're going to come out. We're going to be all set for some invasion of Taiwan and then out of the water are going to be these dogs crawling at you. And you're yeah. like, they got us. They win. <laughs> <laughs> they got a 1,000 submersible robot dogs coming Well, out And then them. again,
2: the question is, how close are we to AI taking care of all of us? And AI becoming oh, yeah. thinking. Well,
0: sure. Yeah, Ugh. sure. All right, let's get to the last story. We did this before Jake joined the program, Eric and yeah. I. This is one of our first ever stories. <laughs> About the army's development of the tactical bra, Uh, they're still laughing. (laughs) I I always like to pause when I say that. When you talk
2: about boobs in a bra, you gotta laugh.
0: It's it's funny. Boobs in a bra, you know, um, with hardened nipple casings. So
2: (laughs) we're gonna get smacked down on this one. I can (laughs) already see it.
0: (laughs) Anyway, the army's trying to do this in a legitimate way. Well funny enough, the New Yorker magazine, uh, which I've I've never read. I know it's out there, but the New Yorker magazine, a female writer from the New Yorker makes a joke of the army's tactical bra. So she wrote this article saying, Oh, it's, it's fire resistant, but it's not bulletproof. Barbie never needed a bra because she wasn't jiggly. You know, it was just all these just real snide comments. And, uh, But the person defending it on this task and purpose article said the tactical bra is no joke. All right. And this was a guy writing in defense of the bra. Interestingly enough, Uh, women in the military pay out of pocket for high quality sports bras for physical training, and that can be very expensive, especially for junior enlisted service members said Kayla Williams, who's a senior policy researcher at the RAND Corporation and hey. a former army sergeant. At the RAND Corporation, that's that's pretty yep. tech, right? That's pretty tech, isn't it? Uh, she goes on to say, female service members also face dangers that most civilians do not. And that is Cheapy. why- <laughs> And that is why it is important for them to have fire resistant undergarments, she told Task and Purpose. Another fire? Well, I mean, if it gets down to that, right? I mean, aren't are the aren't the ACUs and all the uh, uniforms essentially supposed to be fire resistant anyway?
2: Retarded, yeah. I believe. Yeah, or ret- the
1: the show or the <laughs> what shirt, you call right? <laughs> the show, yeah, the well, but not, they, but like they always... shirt is is like polyester almost. Right? Well,
0: yeah, that's a that's a. That's a, I suck the fire in and I melt to your skin. Um, but all those, just won't
2: feel the fire
0: anymore. <laughs> right. But all those uniforms are billed as fire retardant or resistant yeah. and IR dampening until you wash them for the first time, right? And you wash them and you're like, oh yeah, it lost all its character. Lost all it. Yeah. So,
1: um, do you l- use a uh, five by nine dryer sheet? <laughs> oh, this can only have a four mistake. by three. Big mistake. Mm. Yeah,
0: you can't I have, have it drive. drive. You can't have bouncing Warranty
1: is void. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, they said another issue is how the tactical bra might fit in with the army's efforts to provide women with better fitting tactical vests and ballistic plates. Uh, she said under current designs tactical vests can hold plates too far away from women's bodies.
2: And their vital areas cause it's lower towards your abdomen.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. It doesn't actually curve down to their abdomen. Right.
2: All right.
0: So you gotta have the, uh, you know, the period piece, of uh, you know, the val- <laughs> the Valkyrie woman armor, you know, yeah. that's all curvy, right? Yeah. I think instead of a tactical bra, I should have made like a tactical corset. That probably would've helped.
2: Well, I'm, I'm for this. I mean, if a woman could be more comfortable. And, and if they're it giving better, it to sir. younger airmen, like yeah, that would
1: be a that's a good benefit, right? Yeah,
2: they understand they're they're better protected yeah. from right. this stuff. Yeah, so. sure, sure. And,
1: and it saves money, it saves time and effort. Like you don't have to worry about, you know, if we're going to issue it, if it's an issued piece, that's I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, with the with the now, com-
0: with the complicated sizing process that the military has. Oh. Oh yeah, small, 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 medium, small, small, large, large, large medium, small, medium, large, medium. <laughs> large. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and <laughs> exactly, don't expect it to fit anywhere near appropriately. No, right, right,
2: right. Um, we always we used to talk about the fatal T, which was across <laughs> your. Listen, listen, the fatal T covers all the internal organs. Well, if they're hit by a round, you okay. die. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the fatal T was not protected on a woman on their initial body armor because of their breast.
0: Oh, really? this
2: oh. now helps cover that fatal T, and medics appreciate that more too.
0: Well, we're talking well, two. We're talking two different issues. We're just talking about them developing the bra. They haven't developed a body armor, a female-specific body armor, have they? No. The
2: the bra is supposed to be bullet resistant
0: no it's just fire resistant i thought it said bullet resistant too no that's what yeah. the new yorker person was making fun of it oh, because it's not okay. bullet
2: resistant. i thought it was i thought it was part of the caviar system no
0: no it's not a kevlar oh, all it's right. just a more comfortable fitting garment well shit, it's useless then i mean hell if it was bullet resistant i'd be like hey i'll take one <laughs> right I mean, why not?
2: Yeah, but yeah, because you have a body armor on and your metal plate, like
1: you're a John Wick business suit at that point in time. Like, I so right? I'd wear that.
0: All you gotta do is just kind of bring it up yeah. a little bit over your face, and you're <laughs> it. And
2: knife resistant too, man. You could slash it.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Slash it.
1: Yeah, he's still uh, gonna have a bruise from that poking. <laughs>
0: This, um, Bruising was
1: not realistic in that series.
0: No, not whatsoever. <laughs> uh, the, the former Army Sergeant Kayla Williams said, we're still working towards a time when plates are designed to account for women's unique body structure. So I haven't got there yet. Uh, she said, for me, when I was in Iraq wearing my flak vest every single day, I got calluses on my collarbones. If it is possible, to design gear in a way that is protective of our bodies. It can reduce harm, increase comfort, and it potentially has the ability to reduce disability compensation claims down the road. So yeah. That's, that's smart that she brought yeah. that up. That's on. what they
1: always say. It'll cut down on VA claims. That's the justification.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Oh, we could lose more money in
2: that case.
0: But that could open up a whole, a whole bunch of new claims, right? You know to, well, I, I would
1: know. default to yes anything the military does well, sure right is not right. thought out to the third order of thing. right
0: but uh let, let's say they do get it there and it becomes like a basic issue they'll be short
2: I think that's <laughs> going to be the one thing we all agree on they will end never up with
0: extra small extra small or double XL double XL you know we're like oh, yeah, we got exactly. nothing in between we're waiting on the supplier. So Nothing. Which one do you want to? Which one do you want to take?
1: We're <laughs> sold out of everything C and B. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent of the D. We
0: got we got F yeah. and G cups if you want those. We yeah, we're those good. For we're forever. good. You know,
2: my yeah. size six snow bunny boots that'll fit all.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, yeah right. The, right. You know, I ordered a, a bunch of, of size up. six bunny
2: boots. God,
0: those overboots! Oh my god. <laughs> just the just the effort to put those on and take them off. Oh those man. Out um former marine major Ann hunter said this isn't just but women want a new bra it is women want to be safe and healthy and reduce the risk of injury while doing jobs that they're fully qualified to do that sounds like a statement doesn't it while doing jobs that they're fully qualified to do it's like okay well you didn't need to tack that part on there but you <laughs> did um the military and the army with this is really showing an investment in valuing Women's health and well being so that they can make their best contributions possible. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We know from years and years of research that ill fitting and improperly fitting equipment is a leading cause of injury for service women. It also then leads to women leaving the military earlier because they can't get the gear/slash equipment support that they actually need. Mm-hmm. What did they need before? Yeah. Uh, anyway stories I, uh... I, I
1: i would question that as a cause like a significant cause of military or women leaving the military right yeah right that's like that's a good point that exit survey was why are you leaving <laughs> ill-fitting uniforms ill fitting undergarments right downright poop equipment <laughs> like i don't know here's the thing i would not trust the military to design and build me something that I would want to wear.
0: Oh, my God. Remember when the Air Force came out with that new PT shirt and it was that polyester, non-breathing, reflective on the back, the most uncomfortable shirt I've ever worn. That
1: back reflection, the wings, just instant sweat just in that whole area. There was wasn't thing. a breath of air. You were wearing a wetsuit in that yes, area.
2: Yes, I never absolutely. had to wear that one. Uh-huh. I was gone before I left.
1: Oh god, you no, hated it. it was, yeah,
0: you would have hated it. Oh,
2: um,
1: it's just typical. It's typical though. As soon as they figure out how to make it work and it fit well, yeah, they're like, we need a new design. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
0: Come, come on, no right. Like, the, what they'll say is, Oh, the army has this bra, the marines want yeah, a different bra, yeah. and then we'll yeah. have four five different sets of bras. Girl.
2: Oh, yeah, can you imagine Marty, what space force is gonna look like? Ooh. Exactly,
1: Marty. There was that brief window in PT gear where New Balance was making the short, oh, yeah, yeah, and they were perfect,
0: yeah, they like were nice. they were
1: like you couldn't get any of them. They only had one pair for like the whole base of Vandenberg, <laughs> but but they were actually running shorts of an appropriate length. Yeah, and they did, weren't swishy, right? They weren't like <laughs> they weren't
0: like the ranger panties. Yeah, they were. They weren't they were ranger panties. Decent. They were good length. They yeah. were, you know. I'm like, what
1: is this miracle? And then instantly, nope. New I'm not making it. Yeah, that's
0: not you're not exactly. you're not wearing the new reflective ones.
1: Yep, and that was it. Those were all right. Now we got to so, go back anyway. to water repellent.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we're still waiting on results of the uh, bra field test, um, and we'll bring those to you as soon as we get them. Now, uh, <laughs> moving on to to close out last week, we had an all military selection on handguns. We had the M9 Beretta. The world defender. So, called yeah, kind a of
1: world, uh, world defending defender. the entire world.
0: <laughs> and the, the Colt Peacemaker, the gun that won the West,
1: or they won anti- the whole West. entire West. The whole entire West. Admittedly, smaller than the world. <laughs> Good call.
0: <laughs> and you have the infamous M1911. Well, the overwhelming comments that we received are in. <laughs> overwhelming. Overwhelming. Took me a while to tally them. The winner is the M nineteen eleven.
1: It was five from a drunk relative.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, buzzed relative. buzzed
0: relative. When when you read them, you can't say that you weren't you didn't feel a little overwhelmed.
1: No, I, I read them and I was like, ooh, that was valid. Okay. Sorry, he made a good valid. point. And then I'm like, he went a little bit. I don't know where he's going on this. And then all, he's back. He's got me again. He got me.
0: <laughs> that major that majority input came from my brother senior or sergeant first class retired Jerry Smith. So uh, Well, M- done, Jerry, the M1911 is our all military selection. So rightfully, called- so. I agree. rightfully so. Agreed. Rightfully so. All right, gentlemen, I think that's in depth for today. What do you say? End depth. I like when you do that every time. It almost feels, you know when we were when in we were depth. uh uh, when we were out in the field in artillery, we always knew it was over when they gave you, or at least you were going to move when they gave you march order. So they would say they would say march order down the line, and then everybody was like march order,
1: march order, march order, you know, like
0: a bunch of lemmings. Uh, but that meant uh, break it all down. We're moving, right? So so we need to start
2: putting Lee Greenwood on, you know, right here.
0: The song. You know, that's too much of a leap. We're not we're not saluting America.
2: How come I always have a handprint right there? When I
0: say something
2: funny, I get well, slapped. not funny. Oh, <laughs> not funny. is that what the problem was? Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: The only reason He's I knew it was to be... supposed to be funny this time is because the camera's on and you smirked a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. <laughs> okay, I'll buy it. All right. But keep but keep it coming. I, I don't want to discourage you. Don't no, leave Greenway. uh on behalf of all of us here i'd like to thank you for listening today please like share subscribe and let us know how we did in the comments and as always make sure to download the next episode for more service headline news man thanks for the week and i'll see you next week
1: Bye. Eric. good night eric if you want an example of civilian made versus mil spec just look at the difference between your tank top and Marty's. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that worn out, staggy V-neck,
2: V-neck looking tank top.
0: Mine's direct from India. <laughs> you Marty, I think that? he's
2: got you there, man. It even looks like a Ooh. little
0: sweat right down here in the bottom. Well, <laughs> Admit. Prime example. The only uh... thing that's close... Uh, it's just the scenes because Eric is all man in that tank top, and I am sweating my ass off in a house with no AC. So. Now that also might be the
1: difference of putting a marine in their uniform versus an air force member. <laughs> That's probably right. a space. force That portion.
0: might be a
1: space force. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.